And now it's time for the BetMGM MLB podcast, powered by BetQL, with Ryan Horvat and Cody Decker on the BetQL Network. Welcome, everybody, to another weekend of Major League Baseball. We got props, we got futures, we got lines, matchups, and so much more. And, of course, we got to talk a little bit about managers throughout the league losing their jobs and other managers who probably should lose their jobs that somehow won't. I'm looking at you, Southside of Chicago. Welcome to BetMGM MLB podcast powered by BetQL. I'm Cody Decker, former professional baseball player, turned professional smartass on the radio. And with me, as always, you see him on BetMGM tonight. You see him all over the place, really. Just an expert in every sport when it comes to sports gambling. Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only Ryan Horvath. How you doing, brother? Doing great. Ready for the weekend, man. Some, uh, some good series that I'm looking forward to. Got some more college baseball starting up today. My team's still alive. Mine is not mine. I'm a former UCLA Bruin played four years at UCLA hit like 60 home runs there. No big deal. Check the stats. Pretty impressive. Uh, They got knocked out, unfortunately, uh, in Auburn by Auburn. So unfortunately, UCLA no longer going forward, which means only one thing. I am not watching college baseball going forward because I actually I do have a dog in this race. I got to root for Texas. I have to root for Texas. It's not because I'm a fan of Texas. Ivan wow. Melendez, their first baseman, the the his nickname, the Hispanic Titanic, yeah, who has been named by many publications as College Player of the Year. He's one of my uh, one of my guys. I, I I've worked with him a little bit. He's the greatest kid in the world. I did not make him the the hitter that he is. I I worked with him like one, a few times. No, uh, he was good. good before he was way, he was good before he got to me. I cannot stress that enough. I did not make Ivan Melendez of anything. I just got to view and witness Ivan Melendez. And if I got to help him in any way, shape or form, I'm happy about it. Cause that guy's going to be a superstar. If he get when he gets drafted this year in the high first two rounds, he is going to shoot the big leagues quickly. And I'm just glad I get to say that I was a bystander that got to see him when, um, but Hey, we got a lot of baseball games coming up, but before yeah. we get to our matchups, let's do a little futures bets. Let's, let's yeah. take a look what we have on the board right now, because a lot of the league is not the way we expected it. A lot of surprises, a lot of disappointments. Uh, we're going to talk about division futures. So let's start with an AL future. And I even thought about hedging my initial bet. Um, I did that too. So we'll talk. Did about you that. really? Okay. So I was really thinking about it. The only reason I was thinking about it was out of stubbornness, pure unadulterated stubbornness. And it's, I'm trying to will something into existence that I don't think is going to happen because they're already 11 games back. Uh, and they're in the AL West and they're the Seattle Mariners that I got a ticket for, yeah. for plus 450 to start the year. And I'm sorry, no matter what you you can currently get them at an outrageous value, by the way to win their division. You can currently get them at plus 2,300 to win their division. Here's the problem. They're not going to win their division. I, I just can't hedge that bet. I, I, as much as the value's there, there are 11 games behind the Astros. And as much as I want to pretend the Astros aren't the Astros anymore, they are. And I can't, I can't fade them. I just cannot. So I'm going to look at a different one that I'm going to hedge my bet on. And that is the AL Central Oh, the most frustrating team in Major League Baseball that I've ever watched is the Chicago White Sox. I want this team to win. There's no excuse that this team isn't winning. They are currently, are they still in third place or they third, finally? 
they shot back to second place at least because they were in third place. They fell behind the Guardians for a couple of days. Oh, there. they're behind the Guardians still, They're man. still behind the Guardians. Dude, now, they're, they're two games behind the Guardians. They're five games behind the Twins. They're four and six in their last ten. The Guardians are eight and two in their last ten games. Oh, And you know what's even frustrating about this? The White Sox still have the best odds to win this division. They're minus right. 120. You're still getting minus money. You still have to lay down money for the team. And I'm going to do it because I have to hedge that initial bet. That initial bet is killing me Um, because I bought them at like no value. I bought them at borderline no value at all. This is almost value compared to the value I got before. Yeah. I'm glad you went there because so I'm, I'm on the white Sox pretty big and I haven't hedged off that one. I kind of have, but but really not. And now I'm a little worried about the stupid guardians because they're eight and two in their last 10 and I have nothing to do with them. So I'm on the Sox. Terrible prices. Minus 185 to win that division. I, I, I'm, I currently getting, I'm currently getting it because I'm on a different state than you on Benham Jim. I got them at minus 120, luckily. Wow. Luckily. But even that, it's not the value I want. But we, I, uh, I well, feel like I have no choice. <laughs> what I did was I, I went with the Twins over 81 and a half wins. Um, but now I'm a little worried about the Twins, man. The Twins have came back down to earth. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, let me let me say this. I saw something crazy. So, like, their top three dudes in the rotation, including Sonny Gray, uh, have been lights out this season. Mm-hmm. The problem is they need to add some more arms because the four of the five guys in those rotation in their rotation haven't done anything. They're not winning those games. Um, so I kind of hedged. I just went with the with the win total over. The only reason I'm going to stick with the White Sox to win that division is if you look at how the season lines up for them the second half of the season. Yeah, they have a very win this division, man. They have a favorite. The second the Royals, easiest, easiest border. If you can call a major league schedule a cakewalk, the White Sox borderline have a cakewalk that second half. If they do not win that second half, I heads have to not not only do they have to get rid of everybody in the coaching staff, they need they need to move everybody they have. So, um, you know, the people I know on the inside being from Chicago, knowing some people that maybe or maybe not like work with the team. Um, I've heard that LaRusse is safe though this year. Oh, he's safe. I've heard that as well. Wow. He's, I can't Joe stress Madden, He's not going anywhere. He's winning Joe Madden gets, gets off. Gets, Joe, uh, Joe Girardi won a world series. Joe Girardi. And, and it's because those teams had high expectations coming into the season. You know, the Phillies and the Angels, and they're not living up to those expectations. Oh, did the White Sox not high, uh, have high expectations? No, and that's what I'm saying. They have yeah. the highest expectations. The highest of them all. But I was going to say, like, look at those divisions. Like, the Phillies, I mean, well, that's on them because they've been playing. Now they're playing great baseball. They haven't yes, lost they are. since they made this change. But, you know, to start the season, I mean, it was like, okay, well, the Mets continue to win, and the Mets are running away with this division. And then you got the Braves now getting hot. So that's, like, understandable. Um, you know, with the Angels, the Astros are in the division, but still, like the Angels, I mean, you can't lose 14 games in a row. That's on them. But with the Sox, man, like, what's the excuse here? I get there's injuries. Um, I get the obviously Dallas Keiko didn't work out. They DFA him, but this is still a really good team. Really and good. You have Lucas Giolito. You do. You have Michael Kopech's what I wanted him to be. I I'm, I will, I will admit this. I, I gotta, I gotta eat some crow here. I did not expect Michael Kopech to be this good as a starter. I was expecting him to do well, but he's been lights out as a starter. Yeah, and you know, what, you know what else gave me pause about Michael Kopech as a starter? It was Michael Kopech. Well, Michael, yeah. 
Michael Kopech went in an interview before his first start saying it's going to be a chore for me to get to five innings, which was yeah. not something I wanted to hear for a team that I thought was going to go for a World Series title this year and yeah. a guy that everyone's expecting to be a big-time starter for him. It turns out, luckily, not only was Michael Kopech wrong, but so was I. So I'm pretty excited about that. He's been pitching unbelievable. Um, man, for, for a staff that has Lucas Giolito, uh, I know Lance Lynn's still hurt, but he will be back, luckily. Thank God. Lance Lynn uh, and and Dylan Cease, even though he's been you know misused quite a bit, in my opinion, by the coaching staff. Um, dude, he's been arguably their best starter. Yeah. No, he really has. He's the only dude I trust right now other than Dylan Cease, who went yesterday. And I left for work. I bet the White Sox yesterday as small dogs against the Dodgers. I left. Oh. They were up. They were up for nothing with Cease yep. on the mound. I get to work, and they're down, and uh, they completely fell apart in that game. And Tony Larusa, like, what the hell are you doing? So, he tried to explain to me what he was. I can't even like talk about it. I can't. Even, the words can't come out of my mouth. It was one thing after. How about this? It was one thing after another. It, let's let, before we even get to the absurd, absurd decision to intentionally walk Trey Turner with a one-two count with two outs. Before we get to that, huh? For Max Muncy to come up. Yeah, for Max Muncy. Before we get to that, let's go before that. Because Dylan Cease had thrown 44 pitches in the inning. Yeah. Dylan Cease had thrown over 100 pitches in the game. Yeah. No one was warming up. Yeah. No one. No one was warming up. Even the announcer, which was Eric Karras, former Major League Baseball player, uh, does a lot of good announcing for the Los Angeles Dodgers. You can catch him a lot on Fox Sports as well. Eric Karras was just perplexed. He's just sitting there going, talking up like, why is Tony La Russa leaving his kid out there? This guy needs to get – this is a long inning. Yeah. He's already been pushed over 100 pitches his last two starts. Like, And his last two starts, Dylan Cease has not been as sharp as Dylan Cease normally is. Get him out of there. He needs to get out of there. And they didn't until it was too late. And then, of course, my God, intentionally, I don't care if there was a wild pitch that put him in scoring position. Are you kidding me? Trey Turner, I want to make this abundantly clear, is in scoring position when he's in the batter's box by himself. It doesn't matter where the base runners are. And you're going to intentionally walk anyone to get to Max Muncy? I don't care if Max Muncy is hitting 075. You don't intentionally walk to get the Max Muncy, who already hit a two-run double in the game. So I just, I needed, I, I just, the, the craziest part about it, it's a one-two count, but that's not, there was two outs. And you want, what, the, I, I is the, is the justification? Because I really, I couldn't even, like, do the post-game interview, man. Was it because he wanted the lefty-on-lefty matchup? He said, he, his, his justification was, uh, what, you think that was a bad decision? Getting one more pitch to Trey Turner with a runner in scoring position with an open base or facing a left-on-left with Max Muncy. I mean, that's an obvious choice. No, it is not. No, it is not. No one's batting average with a 1-2 count is above 140, not to mention adding two outs to that. So probably the league average with a 1-2 count with two outs is probably under 100. And, like, let's be honest. um, I mean, it was time for, I I was going to say, you know, some of these guys. I, I ask sometimes, like, okay, what's the what's firing the manager? What's firing the hitting coach? The Chicago Cubs have to bring them up, of course. You know, a great example of this. Because they would underperform, and then they would fire the hitting coach. Mm-hmm. It didn't change anything. 
Uh, the Brewers, like right now they can't hit. And I listen, you know, I jump on the Milwaukee radio stations and it's like, oh, they got to fire their hitting coach. It's like, I don't think that's going to do anything in the middle of the season. But, you know, I think it is time that Tony's got to go because he's he's costing them games now. You know, it's always like, OK, what what are you what's firing Joe Girardi? How is that going to improve the Phillies in the field when they're committing three errors per game? You know what I'm saying? And the thing is, uh, with Tony now, is he's costing them. He's costing them wins. It's not now. He's been doing this since he's been their manager. I mean, last year, remember last year when he he cost them like two games because he didn't know the extra inning rules? He didn't know the rule. Yeah. Yeah. Like, this is just, and, and, and this, I don't know what else to say. It wasn't just the bad decision and the move. I wouldn't even be mad if he tried to justify it. I'm more mad at the arrogance of his post-game meeting where he's basically calling the writer an idiot for asking the question. Yeah. Tony, the move was the stupidest move I've seen in baseball in a major league baseball game. Maybe ever, maybe ever, dude, just take responsibility. Like you could, I mean, Joe Madden intentionally walking somebody with the bases loaded. Looks like a genius move compared to what we saw yesterday from Tony. And uh, it only continues to get worse. He's going to cost this team a postseason appearance. He's going to cost me a minus 185 division winner, unfortunately. It's uh, brutal. So I kind of hedged off that. But the one I hedged off of, and I went on, I uh, went pretty hard on this one, actually. For some reason, the St. Louis Cardinals are still plus 175 to win the NL Central over at mm-hmm. BetMGM. I uh, took the Brewers. Played minus 185 with the Brewers. Minus 175, I'm sorry. The reason why they're there is because the car. I mean, the Cardinals are looking real good lately. Like, real good. Like a good um, baseball game. Not they are. Seattle Central's a dumpster fire. Like, Paul Goldschmidt's hitting over 300. He could win MVP. He could. Nolan Arenado's hitting, like, 285. And he's you know he's going to have a June or July or August where he hits, like, 11 bombs and hits 400. His OPS is going to skyrocket. He's just going to have that month. And the reason I didn't go all in on the Cardinals and I like the Brewers was because of the pitching, which makes sense, right? Corbin Burns, Brandon Woodruff, Freddie Peralta, that bullpen, Josh Hader mm-hmm. did blow his first save, gave up his first run of the season. Finally happened. By the way, that happening might have just cost you that Cy Young ticket because you basically needed sure, him to keep that going. Oh, yeah, I know. He had to, he had to do something like... Outrageous. Exactly. Yeah. And now that's probably dead. But, um, and I actually have a good play on that. I'll talk about the Cy Young. I look forward so, to that. So... I was good. Uh, the thing is, weirdly, with the Brewers' injuries and you know not really being able to trust Brandon Woodruff right now and Freddie Peralta being banged up a little bit, I actually trust the St. Louis rotation a little bit more. Miles Michaelis has been awesome after not yes. pitching for what two years. I know he's four and four, but that that's a misleading to what his year's been. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean. Um, Wainwright, who's 55 years old, is just fine. Still they're going to it. get Jack Flaherty back, mm-hmm. and they're on a tear right now. Granted, you know, they just beat up on the Cubs last week. Um, I had to play the Cardinals at that price, plus 175, and hedge off the Brewers. I mean, the Brewers don't look very good right now. They just got beat up on by the Phillies, and the Cardinals, it's just what they do. It's it's mm-hmm. the Cardinals devil magic, man. You know, and so I uh, I hedged off the Brewers to win the Central. I played the St. Louis Cardinals plus one seventy five yesterday. I got an NL future here that's going to surprise you. Okay, especially coming from me because where what's the team that you and I both pretty much agree is the greatest team ever? 
Uh, the Los Angeles Dodgers. They're unbelievable. They are just unbelievable. Correct. And they're 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 odds to but win. Against them yesterday, terrible yeah. decision. Yes. Um, their odds to win that you can currently get them at like minus four hundred still to win their division. The San Diego Padres are two games behind them. San Diego Padres still are without Fernando Tatis Jr. San Diego Padres are doing this with Blake Snell not pitching well. San Diego Padres, you can get it plus 275 to win the NL West. And I think that's worth a sprinkle. I just do. I think you should look that up. I think you should honestly throw a little bit on it. I'm why I'd, I'd be worried if I was the Los Angeles Dodgers because the Padres, man, they're real. They are legitimately real. Remember last year how we were talking about them at the beginning yeah. of the year? We can't ignore it anymore. We're almost halfway point of this season. This team is not going anywhere, and they're only going to look to add. You know A.J. Preller is only looking to add to this team, not subtract. I'd watch out for the uh, for the San Diego Padres, and I do think you should sprinkle a little bit on that plus 275. I like it. I like it. Uh, I said that, you know, before the season, it was worth a little sprinkle. You know, when it was three to one, why not? Um, you know, especially if Blake Snell could figure out how to beat Blake Snell, they're going to get Tatis back. And I like the Padres a lot. And so I do not hate that play whatsoever. Um, yeah, so that's my division. I went with, uh, again, I'm thinking about hedging off the Sox. Haven't done it yet because of the second half of the season. Did take the adjusted season win total over on the Twins. Hedged off the Brewers. I'm all in on the Cardinals now to win the Central. It's what they do. Brewers, man. Like, Hunter Renfro, Rowdy. I like these guys, but, like, come, Christian Yelich has given them nothing. So, I'm out on the Brewers. And then for a AL future, for me, I hate to do it. I've been looking at the Astros a lot. I haven't played it yet. It's hard not to. If I'm taking anybody today to rep the AL, I feel like I have to go. I have to go Houston, which is it's painful. It's hard not to. Just because, I mean, well, I mean, if, you, if you're watching these games, it's really hard to pick against the Yankees. The Yankees are a damn juggernaut right now. Uh, the rotation's been great. The bullpen's been great. That lineup, I mean, man, Aaron Judge is going to win MVP. He's, he's unreal. If he now. stays healthy, there's just no way anybody else can touch him. He's just, he's but, that good this season. But do I, but it's only plus 250 now. Again, now the Astros are only plus 300. But for me, it's chalky or it's those two teams. It's the Yankees plus 250 or it's Houston because you're getting a little bit better of a price, three to one. You know, other than that, the Blue Jays plus 450, no thanks. The Sox, nine to one still, plus 900, no. The Rays, 10 to one is very interesting. It is. I go under. Dude, the Angels are 11 to one. Why? How? I don't know. I truly don't know. They just lost, what, 14 in a row, and they finally got their first win last night. I'm glad they got Phil Nevin his first win because Phil Nevin, one, is an awesome dude. Two, is a good manager who is going to be kind of stuck managing probably this team the rest of this year, which I don't like is going to be kind of on his resume going forward. But, hey, if this team does put it together, Phil Nevin's going to be looked at as the hero that did it. So, We'll we'll see how this progresses. I hope Phil gets a legitimate uh, shot at this. Um, what about World Series future? I got one for you right here. It's hard not to pay attention to because you can get the Mets at plus 800. And if there is a team in the National League that can take down the Dodgers, it is the New York Mets. They are without Scherzer. They are without DeGrom. Currently without Alonzo. They are currently without Marte. They are currently, who else are they missing? Those are those are four names that doesn't matter. Those four names alone, and they're still Scherzer, way up in this Brown, division. Marte, yeah. 
Like, that's a lot of names. And they're going to get every single one of them back, mind you. And they did split with the Dodgers on the road, missing some players. Listen, this is a good baseball team. This is a team that's going to win this division. I'm, I think this team has a real shot of winning the World Series, especially at plus 800. Uh, yeah, man. I'm with you there. I really like that price. I was looking at the Mets. Uh, I was also looking at the Braves all of a sudden. They're 15 to 1. The Braves are on a damn tear right now. Yeah. They've been playing they their best baseball. And, you know, I was looking at that price. And then I was looking at another one. Uh, well, I got done talking. I already talked about the Cardinals, but 25 to 1 is really interesting. The Phillies are starting to get hot. They haven't mm-hmm. lost a game since firing Joe Girardi. They're 35 to 1. I think my best bet on the board would still probably be uh, either the either the Astros seven to one or as chalky as it is, we're still getting four to one odds on the Dodgers plus four twenty five. And uh, Kershaw's coming back. He is. He is coming back, and that's not a small thing. I mean, Kershaw coming back the way he was pitching. I yeah. mean, I mean, if he can be come back even half of what he was just the start that that was that was vintage Kershaw, dude. Yeah, so that's why uh, I'm gonna go there for actually my Cy Young future. Played this yesterday. Jumped on Kershaw just because the way that he was pitching before the injury, and uh, which is funny because I wanted nothing to do with Kershaw before the season because obviously I figured the back injury would be flaring up. He's not getting any younger, but found thirty-five to one. Nobody's really running away with it. You know, Corbin Burns is still plus three fifty to win Cy Young. Josh Hader gave up a run last week. Finally, blew a save. So took some Kershaw. I like that price. If he can make every start the rest of the season, why not? I, I, like, mean, it, I like DeGrom at 50 to 1, 40 to 1 if you could get it, you know, if he's going to make every start the second half of the season. But I don't trust that. I do trust that if Kershaw comes back, he could stay healthy. So I went with him for a Cy Young future because of the price. I mean, it's a good price. I don't blame you, but he's going to have to do, not unlike Josh, not unlike Hater had to do, he's going to have to do something pretty extraordinary to come back from the IL and really, really get this, uh, earn this award. Um, anything else for you on that, for that side? I mean, I, I still, I still really like my initial before the season pick of Max Fried on the NL side. I mean, I got him at 14 to one. Right. He's still sticking around 15 to one. He's been pitching his ass off, not to mention the Braves. Like you said, they're winning. Yeah. Yeah. No, Finally, no. by the way, I know this is what they did last year. Watch them do it again and watch uh, the Mets just have an epic collapse. Oh God. I, I, if there's a year that it won't happen, it'll be this year. But if it does happen, you'll never hear me favor the Mets for the rest of my life. No, me either. It's, it's just, it's over. It'll, it would be over entirely guys. We're going to take a quick little break. When we come back. We got some prop bets coming at you right here on BetMGM MLB podcast powered by BetUL. And now it's time for the BetMGM MLB podcast powered by BetQL with Ryan Horvat and Cody Decker on the BetQL network. Welcome back into the BetMGM MLB podcast. We're powered by BetQL. He's Cody Decker. I'm Ryan Horvat. Check out the podcast wherever you find your podcast. Check out the Odyssey app, of course, BetQL, providing great content for you all weekend long. So much going down, college baseball, Major League Baseball. That's what we're here to talk about today. The NBA Finals, a little UFC this weekend. So BetQL has you covered for all your betting needs. Uh, let's do some props, man. Let's take a look at some props tonight. Let's start with some strikeout props. It's a big board. And what's awesome is, what's awesome and also not awesome at the same time for me is, I love a little daytime baseball. We do have some college baseball, but we have no uh, Major League Baseball today because 
well, the Cubs aren't playing at 120, unfortunately. So um, every single game, first pitch, takes place during my show, which is very helpful, especially if you're solo tonight. Uh, 15 games, I believe. A lot of live baseball, though. Hey, I'll tell you one thing. I got a live gambling show tomorrow, of course, Bet for the Cycle, live on the BetQL Network. Make sure you check it out. Four hours live of live gambling baseball is just so much fun. So obviously tonight, BetMGM BetMGM tonight's going to be a blast. All right, what are your favorite props? You want to start with strikeout props? Um, actually, believe it or not, I want to start with a home run prop. All right, you take it. Because I want to do something real fun and real sexy, and I want to talk about a guy who's going to go yard in a team that I already said I don't believe in anymore, but I don't care. They're starting to put it together at least a little. And that's the Mariners. Now, are the Mariners going to be a playoff team? It's going to take a lot. It's going to yeah. take a lot. But Julio Rodriguez is real, dude. I, I dig this kid. He's exciting. He does just about everything exciting. Uh, his ho- oppo home run last week that really put him over the edge against the Astros was hopefully something that could send this team in the right direction. And tonight he's facing Rich Hill. Rich Hill ain't afraid to give up some home runs, ladies and gentlemen. Rich Hill, I think he's going to give up a home run tonight to Julio Rodriguez in Seattle deep into that weird foggy night sky that is in Seattle. I'm a big fan of this team. I'm a big fan of this player. I really, really want them to win. And yes, I will admit part of this might just be my hopes and dreams, but when you have hopes and dreams on a player and a team and that home run prop hits on top of it, you have joy that you have never experienced before. Julio Rodriguez home run prop against Rich Hill. I love that. I like that. I found one that was uh, four to one earlier. And I also, if you don't want to play the home run prop, I also like the RBI prop tonight because it's plus 170. You're nearly getting two to one odds. I'm going to go with Nolan Arenado, actually, going against the Reds tonight. I think the Cards are going to score a bunch of runs this weekend. So he's going against Castillo, who, man, he needs to get moved. There's plenty of teams yeah. that could use Castillo. Uh, two and three this season with a 3-5-4 ERA. Continues to improve. I think he does get moved. Um yeah, I like Arnold, uh, Nolan to take him deep tonight. So that's my home run prop, also my RBI prop. I have three strikeout props I want to throw at you really quickly. Love these. Um, Ashby going for the Brewers tonight. His K prop juiced to the under a little bit, minus 120, but it was five and a half. That's way too many. I know he's going against the Nationals. Uh, the Nationals have actually, no, they're not scoring runs. They're not winning games. They're terrible. Mm-hmm. Saw that last night against the Marlins. But they could, they're not striking out a whole bunch. So I'm going to go under on Ashby, five and a half Ks. I'm going to take um, Walker Bueller's number. I'm going to go over. It's plus money, plus 110 this morning when I bet this. Over four and a half strikeouts. I know it's the Giants lineup. I just think that number's a little bit too small, and we're getting plus money. So I'm going to go over on Bueller. I'm going to go under on Ashby. And then um, I'm going to go over on Berrios, actually, against Detroit tonight. It's really juice. Minus 160, but the number's only four and a half. I got him projected for around seven strikeouts against that Tigers lineup tonight. So okay. I know he's, you know, four and two with a five, two, four ERA, but I think he gives us at least six strikeouts tonight. So those are my K props. I like I, it. I got two K props myself and I'm going to actually piggyback one of my K props into my first five props. But first things first, Zach Gallon going tonight. And I'm a little surprised at his price at five and a half Ks. I'm taking the over the five and a half Ks. I'm a big, big fan of Zach Gallon. Here's the only problem. He is facing Philly. 
and Philly's been on a roll lately. Here's the thing that I wasn't happy about. You can get Zach Gallon at minus 120. That is pretty good price on Zach Gallon, but I was hoping to get him closer to even or maybe even plus 120 because the Phillies have been surging as of late. But I like that price, minus 120. Zach Gallon is going to hit it. He often does. Zach Gallon's having an unbelievably good year. If the Diamondbacks decide they want to be sellers, which they're kind of one of those teams that's kind of on the fence or right around 500, they're clearly not going to make a playoff spot, but they could, they got a lot of pieces. If they wanted to move them, Zach Gallon would be one of them. But honestly, I think this team's going to hold Pat and stand Pat. And if anything, maybe add on, probably not move too many guys, especially high impact guys. The only guy I can really see them trying to move is Mad Thumb. I can't see them trying to move Zach Gallen or one of the other Merrill Kelly's of the world. I can't imagine them trying to move yeah. um, my other K prop. Now I, I, I'm not sure what kind of price you're getting in this game, but I'm liking this Marlins matchup today between the Astros. And that's my first five under big okay. time. You got Lopez on the mound. You know, he's got a sub two ERA Garcia is finally starting to pitch like Garcia. Again, his ERA is back down to the low threes. I really, 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 really like this under Two and a half. That's right. Under two and a half. You can get that at minus 190 for the first five innings. That is the pitching matchup to do it. It's the pitching matchup that no one's talking about because I don't know what it is. Despite the Astros being a team that's been in the World Series the last few years, can you honestly, can everyone honestly name every starter on that staff? Because the answer no. is no. Not even close. No. Garcia is so. not a household name. No. 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 I like that. Uh, my first five. I like the under in Diamondbacks Phillies. Um, you already kind of talked about that. You got Gallon going against Gibson tonight, but I really like the no run in the first inning, and it's not chalky, thank God. No minus 165 we have to lay here. And I love these bets because they're nice, quick, usually painless. Uh, Diamondbacks Phillies, again, Gallon going against Gibson tonight. So Kyle Gibson, no run in the first inning since 2019 at Citizens Bank. 35 and seven to the no run in the first inning Ooh. 22 and two when he's favored. And if you look at it this season, no run in the first inning, 10 and one 30, uh, he's faced 42 first inning batters. He's issued two walks and hitters batters hitting just 175 against him. And then you go over to Zach Gallen. You've already talked about him. He's nine and one to the no run in the first inning, 36 first inning batters. He's faced, he's issued just two walks. Batters hitting just 177 against him, and he's 2-0. No run in the first inning against the Phillies already this season. So I'm going no run in the first inning between the Philadelphia Phillies and Arizona Diamondbacks, and I also like the first five under in that game. I love it. I love it. I'm going to give you one more, one more. I told you I was going to piggyback my first five under with another K prop, Pablo Lopez. Pablo Lopez. Yeah. Pablo Lopez. My guy. Pablo Lopez. Ladies and gentlemen. When you see the name Pablo Lopez, one, bet on the Marlins, two, bet on his K-prop, three, take a look at his future for the NL Cy Young. Yep. This guy has been unbelievable this year, and not only can you get him at five and a half strikeouts at plus 120, dude, jump all over it. I might, I might, honestly, I already mentioned that I like the Marlins tonight, uh, probably on the money line. I like that strikeout prop. And I like that first five under so much. So I'm not a big parlay guy. Yeah. But we're looking at a parlay tonight, ladies and gentlemen. And if you want to enjoy yourself a Marlins game, this is how to do it. it, it it's pretty much the only way to do it. Really. <laughs> <to be honest. laughs>
Yeah, no, I like that. I like that. So that's what I got for props tonight. Uh, let's take a quick break, and then when we come back, let's talk about these games. I have a lot of thoughts on these games this week, and a lot that I like tonight, actually, on the board. We wrap things up with the BetMGM MLB podcast powered by BetQL next. Let's get back to more of the BetMGM MLB podcast. Powered by BetQL with Ryan Horvat and Cody Decker on the BetQL Network. Welcome back into the BetMGM MLB podcast powered by BetQL. Cody Decker, myself, Ryan Horvat. Check out the show wherever you get your podcast. If you're listening right now, you've probably already done so, but you should like, subscribe, review, nice little comment. Always helps as well. Uh, looking at these games, we got a lot going on tonight. 15 uh-huh. series. Uh, we got the Mets taking on the Angels. Let's start there. The Mets, minus 125 favorites, taking on the Angels, who are plus money, rightfully so, dogs in this game because they finally snapped that losing streak last night thanks to Otani, who threw the team on his back without Mike Trout in that lineup last mm-hmm. night. Lorenzen going for the Angels tonight, 5-3 and three this season with a 3-6-9 ERA. Is there any reason to back the Angels? Because I couldn't do it, especially against the Mets uh, tonight here on Friday. Are you blown away by this price too with Lorenzen on the mound? On like I was like, wait, McGill's on the mound too? Like Born McGill's on the mound, Lorenzen. I mean, McGill, yeah, he's got a 4-4 ERA, but this is a team that's won one game in their past 15 that he's facing yeah. in the Angels. They don't have Mike Trout. They don't have Anthony Rendon. Um, Otani is not pitching today. Uh, I can't fathom that they were allowed that they anyone thought it was a good idea to make the angels plus 105 on the money line uh, i'm taking the mets on the run line plus 125 uh you're gonna give me some plus money with the team that's gonna win this game by five thank you i'll take it all day long and also i'm gonna fade the angels all weekend long in fact on sunday night baseball no pitcher currently listed doesn't matter Francisco Lindor is going to home run Sunday night. I'm calling it right now. I oh, want yeah. it in stone. I want to hear praise on my name come Monday morning on the next BetMGM MLB podcast powered by BetQL. I'll play that. I like that a lot. Uh, this next game, I got the I got to play in this one. I'm going to go under in this one. Uh, Rays take on the Twins tonight. The total, nine? I think that's too many runs. The Rays are minus 115 favorites. It's pretty much a pick. I'm the Twins are minus 105. Uh, Rasmussen going for the Rays tonight, five and two with a three hundred two ERA, and then Smelter's been really good, two and zero, one nine three ERA. I like this. I think this is going to be like a three two game. Mm-hmm. I would I lean Rays. Good. I would lean Tampa. I'm done betting against the Twins for a week here. Uh, give me uh, the under in this game, though. I like that a lot. You know, if you're going to give me a borderline pick them with the Tampa Bay Rays, I got to take the Tampa Bay yeah. Rays, man. Uh, and it's and honestly, it's just on principle because if yeah, Smelter's been great this year, two and zero with a one nine ERA, really phenomenal stuff. But Rasmussen hasn't been bad either, five and two with a three ERA. Let's be real clear; he's pitched more games, more of a sample size. I'm gonna jump all over Rasmussen, and I like the Rays tonight. I really, really do. Friday night, and I'm I'm gonna like him throughout the series. In fact, I they're I, they're gonna win this series. I just I got to take a look at the matchups throughout the rest of the weekend, but I do think they're going to take the Friday night game. Yeah, I like the under a lot. I would lean Rays as well with you. Uh, Rangers, White Sox, the Sox tonight, favored at home, minus 125 on the money line. Rangers were plus money, plus 105. Uh, The total in the game, nine. I like the over, even though the White Sox, very hard to trust with runners in scoring position. Uh, Scored a bunch of runs yesterday against the Dodgers. Let's see, we got tonight Martin going. 0-2 0-2 with a 4-3-6 ERA against Otto, who's 4-2 with a 4-2-4. I love the over tonight. 
I don't trust the White Sox right now. I would actually probably lean the Rangers plus 105, especially since I know nothing about Martin. I'm not going to lean the Rangers. If I'm going to lean anywhere, it's the White Sox. But it's like you said right now, I don't trust them at this exact moment. They're dealing with a lot of adversity. They're dealing with a manager. They're dealing with they're dealing with too much. It's enough for me to stay away. Now, I'm not staying away from them long, but I'm staying away from them tonight. And honestly, I'm staying away from them this series. The Rangers are starting to scare me because they're starting to they're doing the Baltimore thing. They're doing the Baltimore thing where they're going in and beating teams that they're not supposed to beat. And now they're actually winning games against teams that they're also supposed to beat. So they're actually putting together a not terrible season all of a sudden. They kind of scare me. The White Sox are disappointing me. I, I need to leave this team alone for the time being. I need them. To, they need to just get their act together. I'm going to leave them alone. This is a stay away game. Honestly, it's a stay away series for me. You know who I kind of like tonight is dogs. And I can't believe I'm saying this, but I just really like. The Don't price. you do it. Don't Plus do it. 200. You're insane. The Cubs. I knew it. You're not. No. Wade Severino's Miley. on the mound. Yep. And Wade Miley. So you're right. And he's been awesome. His first 10 stars since. In fact, he's got the fifth best uh, ERA, I believe, among qualified starting pitchers, 2-6-0. But, but the Cubs lineup has been hitting the ball pretty well the last 30 days. I mean, they're just right behind the Yankees. They're the fifth best fastball hitting team in Major League Baseball. And that's that's where Severino goes. 47% of the time is his fastball. I think the Cubs might get after him a little bit tonight. The price plus 200. You know what? I'm doing it. This is the first time I've done it all year. I'm back in the Chicago Cubs tonight. Wade Miley, 1-0 this year, 3-3-8 ERA against the Yankees. Minus 250. We got a letdown spot tonight in New York. Cubs are going in there taking care of business. Total 8.5. You know what? I'm in. Cubs plus 200. I already played it. Okay, uh, I'm not playing that. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say Aaron Judge home run prop. And um, I'm going to go ahead and say Yankees on the run line. Uh, It's the only thing you can come close to value, minus 125. I'm not saying I want this to happen. I'm just saying it's going to happen. Uh, Go ahead and jump on it. Me Me and Ryan will discuss come Monday morning on who's right. But right now, I am blown away that you're taking the Cubs as dogs in this game. You're going to get a tweet around. They're in the Bronx. They're in the Bronx. Severino's on the, like nothing about this is in your favor. Nothing. Cubs are winning tonight. You heard it here first. Wow. Cubs are winning tonight. Wade Miley. I'm going to wear my Wade Miley jersey. Oh, go ahead and wear Wade Miley jersey all day long. It's not going to do anything. It's, dude, they're playing. It's the Yankees. Mario, Mario says in the chat, he's riding with me. Yeah, that sounds like something Mario would do. You're yeah, talking about Mario, the yeah. single better in the history of betting. We're going. We're rolling. Oh, uh, Wade Miley me. night. You're killing me. Wade Miley Cyrus night. Oh, my so God. You're taking the Yankees on the run line. All I'm right. taking the Yankees on the run line. I'm taking a Aaron Judge home run prop on top of it. Just because Wade Miley's on the mound. That's only for you, Ryan. I did that for you. All right. All right. Uh, can the Phillies stay hot? Minus 135 against the D-backs. Reason that price is where it is. Gallons on the mound, four and one with a two forty ERA going against Gibson, three and two with a four four zero. I already gave out that uh, no run in the first inning, which is only minus one ten. That's the only play I like in this game. I would lean Phillies, but you know where my uh, allegiances are. I need. I'm still holding out hope that the Phillies win the division plus three hundred, baby. Listen, I'm a little surprised. I want to take the Dimebacks here as road dogs, but I, I'm a little disappointed in the price. 
plus 110. I think they should be closer to plus 120, plus 125. I, I know why they're not that high. It's because Gallon's on the mound, yeah, but they yeah. did just drop a series. They didn't play very well in Cincinnati, and now they're going over to Philly, who is surging. But I'm going to go ahead and take a stab at it. I'm going to say plus 110, underdogs, Dimebacks, and it's only because Zach Gallon's on the mound. I dig him. I also dig his K prop tonight. Uh, Joe Musgrove night, 6-0 and with a 1-6-4 ERA. You gave out that Cy Young prop. Uh, or future, I should say, prop, uh, 10 to 1. Going against the Rockies tonight, minus 250 is a price that I am not willing to pay. The run line for the Padres tonight, minus 115. Total in the game, 7.5. Might look at a Musgrove strikeout prop. Um, haven't yet. Haven't seen it yet, actually. Well, but I would probably look to play the Padres on the run line here. Maybe go, man, that total seems a little low, 7.5, even with Musgrove on the mound against, well, Cool's going for the uh, Rockies. Nothing for me in this game. If if I was going to go with anything, it would just be the run line for the uh, Padres. But honestly, I'm not really loving that either. I don't know what it is today. I'm just feeling a little something like there's something in the air and the balls are going to fly. I hope not because I do love that ticket for Musgrove on the Cy Young. I'm a big Musgrove fan. Uh, If I were to lean anyone, it's going to be there. But honestly, I think I'm just going to enjoy this game tonight as a fan. Go Pies. Same here. Uh, Red Sox Mariners. So we got Rich Hill going. We talked about this earlier, two and three with a four, four, zero ERA going against Gonzalez. I like the over in the game, eight and a half actually Red Sox would be my lean. Ah, you know what? Actually, I'd take the Mariners here, man. The Mariners are playing good baseball. And we need them to play good. Baseball. I'm with you, man. I'm with you. Mariners money line minus one Oh five at home. Rich Hill on the mountain. I already told you Julio Rodriguez going yard tonight. Jump all over that home run prop. Let's go Mar- Mariners. Come on. Act like it's 1996 and just give us a ton of wins. I just want to see some teal and silver in the playoffs. Just once. Same. Just once. Uh, We got the Dodgers taking on the Giants tonight. Big series. Minus 150 favorites. Giants plus 125 on the money line. I went over on Walker Bueller's strikeouts tonight, and it's plus money. Six and two this year. Three, eight, four ERA going against Junis. Three and one with a two, five, one. It would be, my rule is usually the Dodgers minus 160 and under, I bet, Los Angeles. Didn't do it yesterday, actually. Took the White Sox. Big mistake. It would be the Dodgers for me. I like the under in this game. Under eight and a half. I like Bueller to go over his Ks. That's what I got for you. This is going to be an awesome series. It's going to be an awesome game and series. Bueller on the mound. But here's the thing. Bueller has not been sharp lately. And I do not have not liked him on the road. And I have not liked him against the Giants. I like the Giants tonight on the money line. You're getting them really Currently plus 125. I'm going to take the Giants at home tonight, but I'm going to fade the Giants the rest of the series. But tonight, Friday night, Walker Bueller on the mound against Junis. I'm going with the home underdog, San Francisco Giants. You heard it out of my mouth. That's right. I faded the Dodgers. I can't oh, believe wow. it either. I can't believe it either. I, I did it yesterday. It was a bad decision. Now, I did it the other night, and it worked out on Kopech night, though. That is true. Time. It did, but... Hey, we, only one way to find out. We'll be tweeting at each other later tonight while you're live on the air at BetMGM tonight. And guys, yep. make sure you check us out on Twitter, me at Decker6 and him at Ryan Horvath. Yeah, check us out, man. We'll be uh, I'll be live tonight, 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern before I get the weekend off, and then we'll be back on Monday. Busy night tonight. I'm so jacked for all these games, man. We'll have NBA Finals coverage, but that's going to take a back seat because my Cubs tonight. My Chicago Cubs, baby, knocking off the New York Yankees. There's no way. There's just no way. If it happens, if it happens, I'll be blown away. I'll be blown away, and I will will be eating a decent amount of crow on Monday morning. 
I'm wearing an Alfonso Soriano jersey on this show on Monday. You know why? It's the only it's the only jersey I still have because I left my Chris Bryant, my Anthony Rizzo back home. I'm not a big jersey guy, but for some reason, this Alfonso Soriano. Like, I've moved four times for work. Nothing that I need ever makes the trip. Like, I'll be like, where are my Nike pants? Or where's this? Where's that? But for some reason, this Alfonso Soriano jersey follows me everywhere I go. It follows me. Make sure you watch BetMGM tonight. Check out Ryan Horvath. Make sure you check out my show tomorrow, Bet for the Cycle, live on the BetQL network, because I did lose a bet last week, Ryan, and I have to pay up that bet tomorrow, and it's a bad, 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 bad punishment. Oh, you got me. That's a tease right there. I'll be tuned in. What is, are, will- do you want to tell the people, or do you want us just to tune in? Um, no, no, we, we, people know about it. I have to eat and I've never had it before a full Vegemite sandwich. It's going to be brutal. What did I you smelled it live week? on the air. I smelled it live on the air last week and then nearly vomited. So this yeah. is going to be, this is going to be tough live on tomorrow's show. Bet for the cycle. Check it out. Find that? Uh, you can check out on the BetQL network. We're going to be on Twitch. Uh, a lot of stations throughout the net nation as well. I know uh, that. I was asking, we'll continue to tell the people. I was asking where you found this thing that you're going to. Oh, uh, oh, Vegemite anywhere. You find it at a lot. Uh, you can find it at most places uh, that sell rat poison. Shut up. No, that wasn't that wasn't true, but it should be. Oh, OK. I was like, wait a minute. I don't even know what this is. No, Vegemite oh, is an Australian delicacy. It's disgusting. It's a spread that you put on. To- it's just dis- I saw it. I just I Googled it. Good luck, bud. I'll be uh, I'll be on my couch watching sports, drinking beer. Okay, well, you have fun with that. I'm going to be talking baseball while eating a Vegemite sandwich. Ah! Good luck. We'll be back on Monday. Bet MGM MLB podcast powered by BetQL. Beat it.